Now, sound off and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good Wednesday morning, Northlanders. I hope everybody uh, has enjoyed the nice weather. It's uh, going to start raining, I guess, tonight and into tomorrow, so it uh, might get a little damp out there, but still very reasonable temperature-wise. Lots of things going on, folks. We're going to get into it right off the bat this morning. First of all, uh, the House vote to impeach Uh, The uh, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas failed by a single vote. And guess who that vote was? (laughs) Wisconsin Republican Mike Gallagher, who refused to change his vote. His was uh, one vote that could have made the difference. Uh, It ended up uh, tied several tense minutes, 215 to 215 uh, basically, the way it has ended up is that uh, uh, the, the uh, one one uh, Republican did. There were three Republicans that opposed the impeachment, and a fourth Republican switched his vote so the measure could be revisited. The final tally was two fourteen to two sixteen, which means it can be brought up again, but the Republicans did not have their ducks in a row again. Uh, to be able to do this impeachment. If they were going to start this impeachment, they should have known right away that they had the uh, ability to do it. Uh, Gallagher spoke uh, to the media, said he acknowledged that it was a heavy, heavy vote. Uh, It's an extreme measure, but he claimed there was no, uh, I guess, underlying proof of uh, any misconduct by Mayorkas And the Democrats, of course, held their ground and said it was strictly political. Democrats united against the change um, and said that it was uh, it was all political. Well, wasn't the impeachment of Trump twice? Nothing but all political because it proved they proved in the investigation of both those cases that there was uh, no real grounds to impeach there as well. So impeachment seems to be the new wave now. We have heard rumors, and I, I've, I've been reporting on this for a week and a half or so now, that the numbers of people coming across the southern border uh, has, been, has declined. Part of it is that uh, the governor from down there, Abbott, Governor Abbott from Texas, has said, hey, barbed wire is working. Uh, razor wire is working ever since we installed that and ever since we've been arresting people if they come into the country illegally it the numbers have uh have seen seem to decline but now we're finding out this morning in news reports by reuters that uh, why the numbers are really dropping uh at the uh, at the southern border just in the last uh, two weeks a month or so the number of some migrants apprehended along the southern border with Mexico in January fell by more than 50% from the record-shattering report in December following dropping approval ratings for President Joe Biden. In other words, people saw this influx of people coming across, um, and and they wondered why in the world... 
uh, why in the world is uh, are, are there less people coming across the border? Uh, is it just because uh, you know they 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 uh, or what? Well, why? And then they noticed that Joe Biden's approval ratings were dropping like crazy. So they wondered if there wasn't some connection with his approval ratings dropping. Well, it turns out that the Mexican government has has led to a uh, an action taken by the Mexican government has led to a drop of more than 125,000 migrant apprehensions in January. Now, at first blush, you're saying, oh, Brad, that's good news. Wow. The Mexican government has decided that this is ridiculous to be letting this many illegals come across the border, and they've decided to help. Well, yes, that's that's true to a degree, but let me read you the rest of why they're helping. And you, you people, the taxpayers of uh, the United States of America, you're the real reason that this is happening. The statement ignores efforts taking place in Mexico to round up migrants along its northern border and transport them to central and southern Mexico. Now, here's how that happened. Here's how all of a sudden the Mexican government has been very proactive in controlling the border. Late in December, when Biden's numbers were tanking like crazy, uh, he sent his U.S. Secretary of uh, State, Anthony Blinken, and the department, uh, you know, recently impeached uh, Department of Secretary uh, Homeland Security, traveled to Mexico to meet with Mexican President Anders Manuel Lopez Orbador. This news article coming out of Mexico states that the Mexican president hinted, hinted to the U.S. delegation. In other words, something like this. You know, uh, we can actually reduce the number of migrants crossing into the uh, <coughs> excuse me, crossing into the United States, if you could just get your president, Joe Biden, to provide more, uh, you know, government-funded taxpayer money to support Latin American dictators, you know, like Cuba and Venezuela and Nicaragua. Because, see, if you'd prop up those countries, if you'd prop up their economy, then there wouldn't be as big a, a need for those people to come across the border. So, in other words, to put it in a nutshell, Northlanders, you, the taxpayers of the United States of America, have just become the piggy bank for for South America, for, you know, the southern part of the country. Uh, Places like Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, Cuba... Because as long as you're providing some money, well, here's how it read. Uh, The two countries affirmed their existing commitments to fostering, now listen to this very carefully, to fostering an orderly, humane, and regular migration. This includes reinforcing our partnership to address the root cause of migration, such as poverty, inequality, and violence in those countries. Ongoing cooperation also includes enhanced efforts to disrupt human smuggling, trafficking, and criminal networks. 
and continuing the work to promote legal instead of irregular migration pathwords. President Lopez Obador highlighted the commitment of President Biden to pursue regular, orderly, and secure migration. He stressed the need to continue the diplomatic and political engagements with all countries in the region, as well as investing in ambitious development programs throughout the entire hemisphere. So now it's not only bad enough that this president is on his own without without the support of Congress and, uh, and the Senate going around spending money, spending your taxpayer money to prop up uh, areas in the United States to make himself look good. In other words, things like, you know, standing in front of the uh, soon-to-be new Blotnik Bridge saying, well, we're bringing government money here to the tune of a billion, trillion, $70 billion or whatever it is, and we're going to build a new bridge there, and it's all because of me, the Democratic president, and my corner hearts. Over a billion, 300 million, trillion, 300 million dollars. Yes, that's that's the amount. That's the amount. Anyway, shortly after the meeting, shortly after the meeting between Blinken, Mayorkas, and Lopez Obador, shortly after that meeting and an undisclosed agreement between Mexico and the United States, Mexican immigration and law enforcement officials began action to round up migrants along the country's northern border and transport them back into the interior of Mexico or into the southern area of Mexico. Mexico law enforcement authorities also removed migrants from trains headed from Central Central Mexico to its northern border. In other words, all it takes to get some help from Mexico is for us to invest in, in uh, well, I guess it's dictatorships, isn't it? I mean, these countries are dictatorships. So if we would just invest some of your money, your taxpayer money, into propping up dictatorships in the uh, Southern Hemisphere, yeah, Mexico help us uh, control the flow of these people into our country. Finally, getting something done. Yeah, Not. boy, isn't that good? That's no. good news. <laughs> Jeez. No, it's not. Oh, you don't want your taxpayer money to uh, maybe open up a strip mall in Venezuela or somewhere? No, I want I want Joe Biden to say stop. Yes, there you go. Hand up, stop the stop sign. Yeah. No, well, no, yeah, no, but, you know, no they, more. They have those uh, traffic uh, gates, you know, like at the aerial lift bridge. Uh, when the boats come up and go, the big arms drop down. Put them at the border. Yeah. Or put that guy from Allstate on that thing. <laughs> He'll go up and down and raise, raise uh, havoc. Anyway, this is this is absolutely bizarre that our president can send his henchmen down to Mexico to meet with the Mexican president and agree to sending your tax money to help develop business and industry in a dictator-controlled country because that'll provide better jobs and wages for those people so they don't have to try to come north. Lady O'Callaghan, that uh, sounds like a good win for the government, don't you think? 
Well, it's all part of this uh, Soros agenda, Bill Gates agenda uh, yeah. of a global community, and they're they're going to curtail anything that speaks to a country's individuality. America, exactly. We have to not. We have to hate our country. They almost, and I remember years ago, just about succeeded in making the American flag a symbol of racism. Just mm. about effective, and yeah, I remember that. Yes, and people like people that flew their flag. They got their house egg. They got their car spit on, and that turned around. A lot of people, and that's why I call what time we're living in whack-a-mole. It's like heads are coming out of the holes going, wait a minute. <laughs> don't, don't whack me, but is this right? I I don't like this. I'm going to do it this way, and, and we want the truth, not this bunch of lies. This is terrible. Do you realize Biden says, give me the power. Just give me the power. He has the power. If Trump, if Trump was in, he could put in one minute. Well, he'd already done it. He, well, he was president. He controlled the flow of people across the border. And I don't think he did it by bringing a bag of money to Mexican president no. and saying, here, here's a bag of money to stop the flow. And what it wasn't was racism. It wasn't racism. Ever. We're paying the Ukraine millions, billions of dollars so that they can protect their border. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money. It's crazy. How's, uh, on, a, on, a positive, on a positive note, my friend, my lady, how is your, how's, your, uh, how's your bookings for the cottage uh, for oh, Valentine's Day working out? Just got another one last night. Three ladies want to come. We heard we want tea and we want your. Now I've got pretty little Valentine cookies with pink frosting, and then even for Beltane, you know, the pole for May first. I treat you like royalty. Nice. And you have tea with me. I do readings on you in my mystical Wolf Moon Cottage. And the number to get the info on that is two one eight five nine one seven one nine two. And for my store. Lady O'Collins Emporium, the number is 218-722-2240, First Avenue West and Superior Street. Follow your nose to Lady O's and which balls are hanging. Got to do my walkthrough video when we get there this weekend. We're yes, Thursdays please. and Fridays in person, uh, 10 to about 10 to 4, something like that, to come see us. Okay. And and see those beautiful, beautiful witch balls that are coming out of, where? what do they come out of? Somewhere they... Uh, the Carpathian Mountains or somewhere? Yeah, it's up there, Poland, the Ukraine, and they've done this at their at this factory. Balls of colored molten glass for hundreds of years they've done this technique, and they're beautiful. And some of the varieties I've gotten in, one is called Raven's Plume, and it's purple and Ooh. black with like a tree trunk coming out. It's just mystical and beautiful, and the nature of the witch ball is, Kind of like a European dream catcher. It traps negative energy yeah. inside and yes. dissolves it away and lets the light in. And you'll find that there are spots maybe in your home where people are tend to, tend to argue or an animal might feel a little scared in the hallway somewhere. Hang a witch ball there. Watch what happens. It's not superstition. Right. No, 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 no. It it just, you know, it changes the atmosphere in you, yourself, when you see the light coming in there. Yes, it just makes you happier. 
Well, yeah. you are very wise because a lot of the times, bad environment is a is a product of our own bad emotions. Exactly. Well, say a nice uh, say a nice saying today for Kathy and I. It's our anniversary. I'm taking her out for a, I'm taking her out for a nice dinner tonight. Uh, but yeah, we're twenty seven years. Twenty seven years together. May the may the source of all creation bless this beautiful couple. Oh, thank you, thank you, my dear. And let's have the phone number one more time, please, on how to register for the for the beautiful cottage visit for Valentine's, or just to uh, check and see what's going on at your store. Okay, the Mystical Wolf Moon Cottage is two eight five nine one. 7192, Lady O'Collett's Emporium, where I will ship you a witch ball or the salves, the healing salves, and Balma Gilead, 218-722-2240 for the lady. Thank you very much, my dear, and thank you for the nice uh, thought about our, our uh, marriage as well. we got to go to our first break, folks. Uh, we'll be back very shortly. KDAL time, 1129, the first Beatles single to be released in the U.S. That was 1963. And, Brad, it was 60 years ago today the Beatles' American invasion began, February 7th, 1964. That big Boeing 707 Pan Am Flight 101 left London early in the morning, bound for New York City. And on that plane were the Beatles, Brian Epstein, Neil Aspinall, Mal Evans, uh, dozens of journalists and photographers, and uh, things happened. That that was a pleasant no. invasion. Not like the invasion oh, we're witnessing today at our southern no, no, border. No, 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 no. Because, well, first of all, we knew the only thing that was going to stay was the Beatles' music. They weren't going to stay here, probably. They were going to go other places. And, and they weren't using up any of our resources Unless we voluntarily wanted to buy a record or something. So, yeah, I think it's altogether different. I, I have a, just a, a, a um, what would I call it? Just a kind of a question about that invasion, though. When they came off that, uh, that 707 uh, in New York, down the game, did they have their own instruments and uh, amplifiers and stuff, or did they just bring their guitars and stuff and they rented equipment just i don't know that there's an answer well, to that that's probably. a good question um i'm sure they brought their own guitars and amplifiers because back then they didn't have bands didn't have a lot of equipment things were no, pretty simple that's right. uh, but yeah. they did come here to do those performances on the ed sullivan show and that reception uh there were mil- this is what paul mccartney said this is quote there were millions okay. of kids at the airport, which nobody had expected. We heard about it in, the, in midair. There were journalists on the plane, and the pilot had rang ahead and said, tell the boys there's a big crowd waiting for them. We thought, wow, God, we have Ooh. really made it. Yeah. 
<laughs> they didn't realize how big they had made it. So, yeah. Well, 60 you know, years, Brad. Wow. I know. It's it just, and it's just flown by. It really has. Uh, the time. So also by. what has flown by is the time because um, you were talking about your anniversary with you and Kathy. Yes. What number is this again? Just to... 27. 27. Well, congratulations, Brad. Thank you. And, you and, and Kathy. You know, and they said it would never last. You know, I said to, I said to her this morning, well, let me ask you a question first of all, Kitty. Yeah. Do you ever, do you know what it is, the look that a woman gives you? Oh, there's the look, Brad. We, yeah. We all know the look. There's oh, yeah. a variety of them, though. Well, here's the one I got this morning because I said to her, I said, yeah, people said it wouldn't last. I don't know why they would say that. I'm a pretty easy guy to live with, ain't I? She gave me the look. <laughs> well, um, I'm not going to give you a look, but I will tell you this, that there's another anniversary today, Brad, February 7th. Really? Yes. It was two years ago today that Sound Off with Brad Bennett moved from WDSM to KDAL 610. Wow. Has it, it been two years already? It was a Monday, and the switch was made. So two years ago today, Sound Off started its run on KDAL. Where's oh, the it's, cake? It's, uh, where's it's the fanfare? Better, better all the time. I know. Oh, where's the plaque? <laughs> oh, and there's nothing. Nobody's mean, here. You, I'm talking to myself. You mean Scott didn't bring in a plaque this morning well, for two some years cake. of continuous service? <laughs> well, in his uh, defense, yeah. he probably didn't A cupcake, didn't, no, even. We'd, no. be, we'd be happy with a yeah, cupcake. Yeah, cupcake. No, yeah. I just I kind of looked into this, and I thought, wait a second. We did this on February, so a few days ago I looked into it and I thought, aha. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, and, and of course, we had a lot of listeners at the time that, oh, God, the world is ending. They're trying to get rid of conservative radio. Well, we, we might be one of the few conservative shows, although you got uh, other people behind us. You got Buck and Sexton and whatever their name is. That comes on behind us, so there's... Oh, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. That's it. That's yeah. it. Markley, Van Camp. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen the the one guy from that show? He's a, he appears on Fox fairly often. Pretty sharp guy. You know, I, I've seen pictures of them, maybe a picture, but it's been a long time. No, I haven't really seen much of them. Okay. Well, listen, we got to take CBS News, but I'm going to give you something to think about while we go to CBS News. Because we were talking now about how Mexico is going to help stop the flow of immigrants. All we got to do is is do some economic development in uh, the Western Hemisphere, help out dictator countries. Well, you might have heard about John Kerry, the guy that was the climate czar for the United States. Uh, do you know that he had to have a staff? It has come out this morning now. John Kerry is no longer the climate czar. He's now signed on to help Joe Biden try to get reelected. But it it has come out now that his staff, you know, his secretarial staff, his uh, people answer the phone, uh, John Kerry, climate czar, that kind of thing, <laughs> cost the taxpayers $4.3 million. Insane. Crazy. We got to go to CBS News, folks. KDAL time is 1137, 36 in Canal Park, 36 in Superior, 39 at the National Weather Service in Duluth. 
And yesterday, Brad, we got up to 44 here in Duluth. 31 was our low yesterday. It's kind of funny. The low yesterday was 31 above. The record low was 31 below. Below zero. Isn't that something? (laughs) Just sixty two point sixty two <laughs> degrees difference. Now uh, Minneapolis did set a record yesterday. They got up to fifty seven in Minneapolis yesterday, so that fifty seven broke the old record of fifty one back in twenty five. Eau Claire, another record. Fifty six yesterday in Eau Claire, and uh just this mild weather continues. It's just been quite fascinating. I wonder if it's been so mild that guys like Pierre have had his motorcycle out running through the neighborhoods already. Well, I don't what know do about think? Pierre, if you have, but I have seen some, Pierre. How about you? Um, no, we put them away when they dumped the salt on the road till Easter. Yeah, that's probably true. Especially we if you got those, young men you got those nice ones. You I saw nice a guy. Like BMWs. Yeah, I saw a guy on a motorcycle crossing the Bong Bridge. Like, what? Oh, crazy. No, no. So, Pierre, what's happening? Training training some young men how to let the clutch out on a Rebel 250 Honda. Just let the clutch (laughs) out. My call today is really important to me about trust but verify. And another one would be um, needs and wants. Minnesota does not need a new flag. Eliminate all those people who I'm here. You don't want to even hear how many people on the staff that make a new flag. We don't need one. And to give money to all these foreign countries, zero. We don't have money. Do we write them IOUs? It's not a loan. That, that, that's basically what we got to do because you're right. We don't have money to do that. Right. I, I looked in my pocket. I was going to buy, United, buy um, what is it called uh, down there, Salvation Army. Do they take IOUs? Yeah. I don't think so. Mm, no. Mm. And, and then pretty the, sure they the, don't. The, you talked about old news people the other on um, this morning, or Neil's show did maybe in that. But Obama was never born in Hawaii. It's been proven, especially by that Texas uh, or Arizona sheriff's team. And then what do you want to do about it? You know? Well, yeah, what are you going to do after the fact? Did it, yeah. You need to find out who presented all those documents to, to lie to us and, and prosecute them. Not fair. Well, Pierre, I, I, I appreciate your comment this morning, but I, I don't want to get into old history. Like I, I, that thing was worked on when Obama was running. It was said that he was not born in this country. Uh, his parents were definitely from uh, different countries, but uh, he kept claiming that he was born in Hawaii, and Hawaii is part of the United States, and they could. At that time, evidently, they could not prove that he wasn't, uh, and now they're claiming that some of the documentation that he used might have been fraudulent. What is it going to do at this point? You know, we've got to find a way to make sure that this doesn't happen. Uh, I mean, the Democrats, I, I expressed it yesterday, the Democrats are running a guy that was born in Turkey, uh, and he is, and he's on the ballot on the uh, for president on the Democratic side here in Minnesota. The Democratic Party has agreed and accepted him, and it goes against the Constitution. So, I I don't know. It's just uh, there's so much other stuff happening, though, folks. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing. I I don't know what's going to happen with this. 
I'm sure that uh, once Congress and the Senate get a hold of this, uh, get a hold of the president. By the way, the president, have you noticed this, that Joe Biden has been keeping himself under wraps real close? He doesn't like to go near microphones. He doesn't like to go near people that are going to ask him questions. And I guess CBS News contacted him. You know, they're hosting the Super Bowl, evidently, on Sunday. And uh, and they said, hey, how would you like to have a halftime interview like we've done with a number of other presidents? Uh, we'll interview you at halftime. And it'd be a great boost to your uh, reelection campaign. And uh, and he said, no, mm, no, no, no. Well, I'm sure somebody said to him in his earpiece, don't do that. Don't accept that. We're not going to do there. You don't want to do that. And he's not going to do it. And now, now Trump, who has said for a long time that he didn't want to get into the debates when there were a whole lot of people running for Republican. But now that there's just him and Nikki Haley, he might do it. But for sure... He wants to do it against the Democratic presidential candidate, Joe Biden. And Joe Biden is, has, has had nothing to say about it. Yeah, I know a guy who has a lot to say about what happens in the fishing world here in this area, this neck of the woods, both in the winter and in the summer. And that's Russ from out of Marine General. Uh, Russ, it's still, still crazy weather going on, but that that means that you've got people coming in. You don't know what your uh, your people that are working the floor are going to have to dig out, do you? You don't know whether they're going to be looking for a kayak or whether they're going to be looking for an auger. You don't, you just don't know. Yep, and you know, and we're going into the boat show week next week, you know. So, so uh, we're into that thing. So we're sort of back on track for where we'd normally be this time of year. Uh, so now the half price clothing makes sense. Uh, the half price uh, boots sure. makes sense. All that makes sense. And and we were going to go back into some colder, colder temperatures. But uh, I see they've we're going to have a couple of days in the twenties, but then we're going right back in the mid to high thirties, and then we're going to go back down in the twenties. So we're in the roller coaster time of the year right now, which normally is March. So it's sort of an odd time, but it doesn't matter. We're going to keep selling all the clothing, hats, boots, gloves. Uh, uh, all at uh, half price, all the display tents out front. We had uh, uh, 32 tents. I think they're down to 10, and they're all 40 Wow. So those are gone. Um, all the regular tents in stock are all on sale. If you go to marinegeneral.com, hit the special key, you'll see all the specials on augers, on tents, and all that kind of stuff. There's, there's hundreds of them, so it's too many to, to go through all of them, but their discounts are anywhere from 20 to 40% on those. And then uh, we've got summer stuff going on, rods, reels, electronics, and all the specials we'll have at the show, like $499 mag tens, all the Garmin Hummingbird stuff will all be on sale. If you want to go to the uh, Hummingbird University at the uh, show, uh, call the store and get signed up. There's going to be five classes, and uh, it costs 25 bucks. And then when you show up and do the class, uh, the instructor will give you a $25 gift card to Marine General. So it's basically free, and then your name will go on yeah. a hat drawing on several $50 gift cards. So so it's uh, uh, it's sort of a fun time, and, and uh, so we're getting ready for the show. We're going to move in on Monday. Show opens on Thursday. The upper floor will have all that half-price stuff, uh, snowshoes, uh, clothing, some rods and reels, things like that, and the lower floor will be all stuff we need for next spring and all the new stuff. So here we go. It's that time of year. Well, and Russ, the stuff that you bring down to the show, uh, that's stuff that people can buy and take right with them from there too, right? 
they can. They can take it or they can run up to the store and pick it up or they can, a lot of times people will buy stuff and say, hey, can I pick it up next week? Uh, whatever you want to do, we'll get it done. As okay. long as you pay for it, uh, uh, we don't mind storing it. And uh, and so that's what we're going to do. So we'll have uh, Lawrence Humberg Garmin. Uh, Garmin and Humberg both have booths there. Minkota has a booth there with all their new motors. Uh, Daiwa, Shimano, uh, Okuma. I mean, there's there's all kinds of factory booths there. Trackstack will be back again this year. So it's a good time. It's uh, lots of discounts and they'll be giving away hats and shirts and all kinds of stuff. Outstanding. Are you, I bet you you're already starting to hear from people, hey, it's warmer, but you know what that means? That means we're going to have ice out quicker. We're going to have a longer boat season this year. It's probably going to be just great. And if, if things, providing we don't get some really below zero temperatures, we've got uh, maybe 14 inches on deep ice, uh, eight inches in a lot of places. I mean, if this keeps up, we'll have open water in April. So we're all wondering what's yeah. going to happen next. So we'll see. But that's, that's what we're doing. We're all getting ready. The harbor's losing its ice. So if you're coming up to go on the harbor, be really careful. I've only seen two tents out there this morning, but it's losing its ice. The upper river above Highway 2 in the St. Louis is open. Uh, we're starting to see the things deteriorate down below. I mean, it really looks more like the end of March and first part of April. April than it does winter, so yeah. be very, very careful yeah. to go fishing. All right, Russ Francisco, Marine General Supply, and I want to talk to all of our people that are listening all over the country, listening online, streaming anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, actually. If you want to order things through Marine General, you, you hear us talking to Russ, you know he's got clothing at half off, a lot of other things. You can go to their website, just go to your computer, type in marinegeneral.com, MarineGeneral.com. They got a catalog right there. You can order things. They'll ship it out the same day right to your door. And if you've got questions about things, if you're looking for electronic gear or a trolling motor, a specific type, and you wonder whether they might have availability of it, give them a call on their 800 number, 1-800-777-8557. If they got it, they'll ship it. Marine General, we're so lucky to have them in the Northland. Well, uh, you know what, Kenny? We're almost to uh, Minnesota news here. Um, I, I did want to mention very quickly that uh, when when we had Lady O on, she was talking about, you know, the crime and stuff with some of these, uh, you know, how we almost lost our flag uh, when people wanted to, they were so disgusted with it. Well, there's a story out of New York this morning. They have arrested an illegal Palestinian how did he get into this country? Well, he walked across the southern border like everybody else. But he was one of the members of these groups that are protesting to stop the shooting, stop the killing. Uh, this illegal Palestinian was arrested for an anti-Jewish hate crime in New York. Turns up that he showed up walking across the street at a home. A Long Island man had an Israeli flag flying on his porch. And the uh, the Israeli flag said, in this home, we stand with Israel. This guy, his name is Bekar Lihabi, 26, stole the flag and then uh, t- started driving off with it, took it off, took, took off walking down the street with it. He said, I, 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 the owner, uh, a Jewish uh, family, by the way, the reason they were flying the flag, the homeowner's wife had a relative that was in the Israeli army that was killed during the incursion uh, in into uh, Israel from Hamas. 
he went after the guy. He grabbed the flag away from him. He was saying, I'm from Palestine. You Jews are killing us. Liebel walked away from, from this guy and made an obscene gesture on the video. Uh, he, he caught up to him on his kid's bike. And the, this uh, Palestinian then punched him in the face. Everything was caught on camera. And he has now been arrested. Um, he's being charged in Nassau County by the police department for resisting arrest, for disorderly conduct, and a number of other things. And then, of course, they found out he was an illegal immigrant from Palestine. They're now holding him on $50,000 bail. And the judges agreed with prosecutors that his passport be seized. First of all, I wonder how in the world he ended up with a passport. Shouldn't have even had that if he came across the southern border. Anyway, folks, we've uh, we've got to take our Minnesota news break. I don't want to get too far behind. We'll be back to wrap up our number one shortly. KDAL time is 1154, 36 degrees at Sky Harbor. Very good advice from Russ Francisco. That ice in the harbor is going to be oh. compromised because uh, looking at the uh, temperatures at the Army Corps of Engineers there at Canal Park, uh, it has not been below freezing. Uh, this goes back, well, to mid, since midnight, okay. But I think we can go back even further. And that's overnight. So we have overnight above freezing temperatures. I don't know how the National Weather Service is still telling us there's a two-inch snow depth. They've got to get that thing out of the woods. Um, there's not a two-inch snow depth, but well, that's what they're saying. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's just, it's going to be this, the, somebody may write a book about this winter, the winter that wasn't, you know. It's been pretty, I mean, uh, it's been crazy. pretty mild, Brad, and I don't yeah. think too much of us can complain, but those of us that like to enjoy winter, um, yeah, we're complaining. Well, you know, let me ask you a question about that. Uh, I don't want to start any, you know, well, come on, bad Brad. feelings or anything. Start it. Well. Lutzen, the big fire that was up there. Yes, uh, I'm reading. I'm reading the story in the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press this morning about that, and they quoted the uh, general manager Edward Vanagas, and the fact that uh, the fire remains under investigation. We have no guests. We had no guests overnight at the lodge, just for a happenstance on a Monday night. Vanagas said, who has been employed at the lodge for the past five years. And then they talked about, uh, you know, the fact that this has been a uh, uh, extremely mild winter. Uh, here's, where, here's what it says. There, there were about 40 staff members working at the lodge during the winter season, which has been depressed by the historically warm weather and lack of snowfall. The staff usually number, numbers about double that uh, but there's, you know, it's been very mild. It, they're they're now researching what the cause of the fire was. They said it started, they think it may have started in a boiler system under the main lodge floor someplace. But it turns out that there's been a number of fires uh, up at Lutzen over the years and you wonder why why so many all of a sudden probably because it's an uh, an older wood structure but uh, the new lodge burned in 1951 when they built the new lodge uh it was by renowned architect Edwin Lundy the new lodge burned in 1951 
and was again replaced with a structure patent on Lundy's uh, rustic design. Uh, and now it's been owned by, uh, I, I guess, the Lutzen Lodge, which is considered Minnesota's oldest active resort, is owned by the North Shore Resort Company. Um, they've had devastating fires in June when Papa Charlie's Bar and Restaurant was destroyed by flames. Is there some arsons at work maybe in some of this? It, oh. it really kind of, yeah. Well, um, obviously, they're, I think, the f- fire marshals, and they've got to consider all options. For what it's worth, there was a story, I don't know which news uh, channel it was, and I'm not sure who the person was. He was wearing a fireman's hat if he was a captain or a chief up there in Lutzen. And he said that this building has been a concern of theirs and that they do practice and go over, if there's a fire there, how will they respond? And then there's a yeah. fire. Yeah, it's crazy. And the fire marshal, by the way, just gave them a bill of uh, goods just a month yeah. or so ago. They were through the, the resort was recently inspected by the fire marshal just three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is, and I didn't know, Brad, that this lodge, the one that burned, was right down by the lakefront. So, yeah. to the best of my knowledge, this should not have an effect on any of the skiing operations at Lutzen. But uh, I thought that this lodge was the one that was up on the on the mountain, that was up where no, the skiers no, this is the one that's right stuff. down. Yeah, I didn't they, know that, they have a picture, but now I do. Picture in the Pioneer Press, you can see they got a beachfront there where, yeah. where, where people put kayaks and canoes out. It's oh, right it's just sad because a fire water. like that, there's a lot of memorabilia that are in there. There's it oh, was absolutely. in there and just the, the history that's been built in there over the years and very sad, very sad indeed. And it went up because it was wood. It went up extremely fast. Well, listen, we'll talk more. Got lots more to talk about hour number two. So uh, please uh, get yourself some new coffee. Come join us. I'd be interested to see what people feel about Mayorkas's uh, impeachment not going through by one vote. And also the information this morning about the Mexican government.